Hi, this is episode 55 of the Near Future Laboratory podcast. It's a special, what should we call it, mini-sode with my friend and colleague Nicholas Nova. And I just wanted to give you a little bit of perspective on the book we just came out with, The Manual of Design Fiction. So I rang Nicholas up and we just talked about his take on the book and uh, what it means to him and how he considers it within the broader scope of his practice as a professor and author and hiker. He hikes a lot. So if you haven't gotten a hold of the book, you can do so at themanualofdesignfiction.com. We're still technically in pre-order, although the book is on its way to our distribution guy in Berlin. We're waiting for an ETA. This is the way of being an independent publisher. Is uh, You figure everything out as, as things go along. The other thing I would say is I would appreciate your support for the podcast and all the projects that we do at the Near Future Laboratory over at patreon.com slash nearfuturelaboratory. You can support us for the, uh, the very modest sum of $8 a month. And with that, not only you get to listen to the uh, podcast and get a, the newsletter, you also get an invitation to the Discord. And that's where the magic happens. If you really want to get involved in doing some design fiction and feeling what design fiction is to do, as well as access to a uh, remarkably creative and engaging and inclusive group of humans, get you over to patreon.com slash nearfuturelaboratory. Okay, here we go. Here's my conversation with Nicholas Nova. It's the book. Yeah, made, made some uh, people jealous uh, last week in Paris. Why were they jealous? Yeah, just, just just looking forward to it. They just yeah. ask, okay, you got it. Why? <laughs> what about me? I told them about like the trucks from Istanbul to finding the truck driver and then finding the. Tra- <laughs> I mean, people are okay as soon, as long as you as long you as they can, um, yeah as long as they know. Wow, there's a truck driver. Yeah, yeah. Well, you even you even tell them because <laughs> I sent out an email a couple of them and. And they still ask, like <laughs> you're saying in the email. Yeah, you know, DHL logistics. We had some delays with reviewing stuff. Um, and you say that in the email, and then they say, like, "Okay, where's my book?" <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry. This is just how things go. So they're learning experiments. It's all an experiment. Yeah. Um, so how do you feel so about the book? Yeah, I mean, it looks. I mean, yesterday I was in uh, Grenoble in France, another like uh, talk about design fiction. I mean, uh, yeah, it's promising. It's, it's fascinating when you give uh, talks like that in um, universities or in schools. They say, oh, "Okay, we got. We're going to order four copies for the for the, the library or and stuff like that." Yeah, because we did it independently which mm-hmm. was kind of amazing and also had poses its challenges. It's like, okay, cool. Now let's find a publisher or, or, you know, maybe even it's just like barely a publisher. It's more like a distributor. Yeah. It'll be like, okay, yeah, let's, we'll do the next, we'll, we'll take care of the next production one. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you know, the longer they sit at that, 
distribution guy. Mm -hmm. I think we got to pay for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, what about uh, less the back office? Um, what are you hoping for from the book? I mean, I, I, I guess there are two, I mean, two things. I mean, I mean there's uh, obviously there's one which is more about like kind of projects or business and the other one is more the intellectual kind of uh, perspective. I mean, business-wise, I mean, it would be interesting to have like projects, uh, potential project that we can choose with people we'd like to work with and not like something that we have to do because we have to pay uh, the bills and, and stuff like that. I mean, one thing that, that would, I would like to, to, to have, um, obviously, um, in, in terms of the number of projects, it's, it's, a, it's a bit tricky to do, uh, I mean, a lot of things on, on my side at the, at the same time, but it would be great to have like three projects a year, like good project, especially project that we can, we can share and not like something that we have to hide in a Dropbox folder. I know it might be, I mean, I don't know from your perspective, I know it might not be like too ambitious and, and, and a limited number of projects. It might be not, not ambitious enough, but my side, I, I, I do think that it's important to do projects in a, I mean, spend some time and do a, something nice as we did for the book and, 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 and do things like the equivalent to the, uh, the map of Geneva and stuff like that, so that we have like a, a whole diversity of things on our portfolio that we could that we can share and, and and talk about. So that that that's one thing. I I mean the the, the collective angle. I, I think it's interesting, but I'm yeah I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I have so much that I'm, it's a bit hard to to work on that at, at, at this time for me, but. One thing that I that I'm interested in intellectually, as soon as I have finished like the role playing game uh, 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 manual, is to work on this kind of master classes about observation, observation and imagination. Um, mostly, I mean, it's uh, listening to the the talk you gave um, at AIGA, the the one you you sent me the other day. Yeah, the AIGA thing. AIGA, yeah. Sorry, AIGA. Um, it's um. Yeah, there's something interesting about like imagination or free range imagination versus structure that I, I find interesting and to, to connect to like what I'm doing with observations and how it can it can like how observation can feed imagination and how imagination can feed um, uh, observation and that's something I hope at a certain moment when I. <laughs> I finished this role playing game manual to yeah to to do this kind of masterclass that I've been uh, masterclass project that I've been talking about for for a few months and 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 that's something um yeah I'm interested in intellectually but also like business wise probably something that could be sold and and could be something online but could be something like a, some kind of I don't know yearly or I don't know. Like a moment where we have, we can do like some kind of two days workshop somewhere in a in a city and and offer that kind of thing as a service. But yeah, that's things that I had on top of my yeah. on my head. Yeah, I'm also wondering because you um, you work 
I mean, pretty much all the time with with students or in the capacity of like a mentor or professor yeah. or however you want to see it. Yeah. Do you see any utility of the book in that context? My impression is that there's a lot of potential there. It's important because it's it's shaping students' uh, perspective and and like being part of the sort of design kind of canon in terms of books they have to buy or they have to read or or and and, and that's. Um, I think that's kind of promising because in the in the classes that that I that I teach, there's always someone asking, "Okay, what you said is there some kind of like book or some kind of content that I can have in my backpack, and every time I have like five minutes, I can flip through mm-hmm. the the book." So that that's um, I mean, it, it's funny because it's the same question that I that I have with the the observation booklet that I that I did. It's um, for a lot of people, manuals or like this kind of book is it's frowned upon. It's a bit like, okay, you did yeah. like the yeah. design thinking thing. But when you talk to people after a few minutes, they say, oh, yeah, it's it's a bit, yeah. the manual is a bit basic, but, but we need that. We absolutely need that. And, yeah. and my impression is that there are different kind of, I mean, the expectations for some people into design thinking might be that. Like, Okay, it's a manual. We're gonna yeah. see the six steps that we have to do, and and the, the good. I mean, the people we want to reach, and the, the, the students who are curious, they don't care about like the six steps or the seven steps or whatever. They just want to have like some kind of some kind of resource that they could they could read and peruse and 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 and, and discuss with their friends and colleagues. Yeah. And my impression is that. Yeah, the 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 the, the design fiction manual or this observationist assignment book that I did is exactly about that so yeah so that that's um uh, yeah I think it's it, it it's promising and that that's probably also something we may have to consider in in terms of potential publishers because I mean of course it's I mean like if we want to like uh, find a publisher there are mm-hmm. different options mm-hmm. And and of course some are prestigious. It might be good to have like MIT Press or something like that. But I, I'm not super sure it's it's the kind of publisher who can reach the the sort of audience like I'm talking about here. Yeah. And and I, I don't have the answer. But I'm, I mean, it, 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 sometimes it's interesting to work specifically on this kind of format like the manual and who mm-hmm. who produces manual who produces like weird kind of manuals that would fit with the sort of mindset that that we have yeah that's something i'm curious about and, I, and i'm trying to locate that yeah yeah i i hope i hope that the idea of it being the manual design fiction is a little i mean they're like layers to it so it's not literally it's not yeah of course it's not the yeah. you know it's not the uh but it did, but in that idiom of, I guess. I mean, it's not exactly a manual. Uh, if we have to choose, I mean, uh, a, a manual would be like section one. I mean, it would be like a, a bit more like. Uh, uh, like, a, like IKEA, IKEA instructions for putting together. And, yeah, exactly. And it's and here it's sort of a pun. It's not yeah. like a real manual, and it's and it's totally fine. Yeah. But it's exactly the kind of manual. I mean, that's what I expect the manual to be. I don't want it to, I mean. Otherwise, it might be the you know the book by uh, Hans Ulrich Obrist, Do It, 
That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not at the other end of the spectrum. It's a weird kind of manual, and ours is more. Yeah, ours is more personal. But in between, there would be the design fiction manual, design thinking manual, and we don't want that. I mean, it's uh, and, and when I mention students, it's not just design students. It's also engineering engineering students or any kind of like. I don't know, humanities or social sciences students there. I mean, the, 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 the discussions I have with students in different disciplines, they know that they, they will never only work on one discipline. They will have to, I mean, understand like interdisciplinarity or understand that they're going to work on project that would require them to talk a different kind of language, different disciplinary language. Like, for instance, if they're in sociology, they might have to understand how computer developers work because in the future they might have to work with those guys. So any any resource, any book, any document that could help them to be curious, imaginative, and, and think about differently about the future is, is, is needed. I mean, it's something that Every day, I have questions like like that with students. Yeah, um, yeah. It's I, I look at it more as a as a a manual for imagining. Yeah, that's else. it. Yeah. So what what are the questions? So you just mentioned the questions you get from students. What what are those? What are those questions like? What's the nature of them? Do you take interns? <laughs> okay, right. Yeah, right. I so mean, that, that one, yeah. Yeah, that, that, I mean, the, yesterday uh, the, there was one. Send them, send them to Discord. Say, like, yeah, you know, with yeah, the of course. Place. That's what I, but that, I think that's they're, what they're, I do. they're looking at no. the, uh, the challenge is that they are looking for something that they're, they're hoping for something that exists and what, when we're sort of experimenting with ways yeah. of working. So it's not like, here's your desk. Yeah, no, that's what I tell them. Okay, so I, I tell them. There's the, I mean, if you want, you can come to the Discord. There are like connective project, and I, I give them the whole like 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 presentations like that. I mean, not all ask this as a first question, but I, I, there's always someone asking this at a certain moment. But more interestingly, and uh, the more nuanced students, they they start asking questions about like the kind of project we do, about how doing design fiction fits with other um, other kind of perspective. For instance, they ask, I mean, they, as general, they know that I'm a mix of anthropologists and technologists. So they ask me about, okay, what's the connection between like field research, observing inquiries and design fiction, or what's the connection between um, working in a municipality or in a state institution and doing some kind of public dialogue or public engagement about the future like you did with the um, with the Geneva map is do you think there's something I mean the most interesting questions are like okay I, I do this and that it's not exactly like design fiction but I feel it's connected do you think I can do it so, yeah, of course. <laughs> why, why, why not? Why do, why do you ask me? Yeah. That's not really and, the and, question, though, is it? So if there, there's no, no, question, the, the question, question is, is, is more interesting question is, okay, it, I'm not asking the permission. It's yeah. not, not asking permission, okay. but they're asking, okay, 
how do you do that? How, how, do you, how did you start? What, yeah. what, what was the what, what's the process? Did you did you do projects? Did you find clients? Did you build? I mean, did you like build the process? Or and 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 those are good questions that we tackle in the absolutely in the book somehow. And I mean, it's my it's basically it's my daily job with students at the school to that's to, the work, to, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that's. Um, I mean, it, it, it's really inspiring because the, the students who ask those questions, they often come from really, it's Geneva. So it's a wide, wide background, wide diversity. Like we have like people coming from Iran and Ukraine this year. And and yeah, and, and they have like fantastic perspectives and questions about, about, about those issues. Like, okay, can I use that to reconsider the use of social media in political uh, protests? Do you think I can use that for um, uh, addressing issues about environmental problems? And is it applicable not just on technologies like you do, but on something else, so societal change, feminist issues? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's that's the daily job. Yeah. <laughs> but, and, 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 and if it is, the book is interesting, not just about its content, but about there's some kind of underpinning in the book about how we started doing things. I mean, not randomly, because obviously we had interest and we all had like different project ideas. But it's, it's it tells us kind of story about how you can start giving, I mean, giving a little bit more structure Mm-hmm. than before on something that is about imagination but it doesn't mean that it's structured as design thinking or as in a like a boring corporate uh, 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 organization and for me it's it's all, it's an example of okay i don't know anything about marketing or about like hr process and whatever but what i can tell you is how things started and how by being passionate and curious about certain things you learn along the way and you meet people and probably you can some people ask you to do something that you have done before for free and probably you can build your approach uh based on that i mean this is a discussion i had last week with um a, a former student of mine like uh, she's uh, she i mean she's now like 35 she has kids and everything but I, I, I gave this presentation at this design school in Paris where I used to teach with um, with uh, Raphael uh, like a long time ago. And, and the student was one of... Yeah, Grignani. We, 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 we taught there like uh, like 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And 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 she was like, yeah, I, I still remember the discussion we had. And it's still super important. And yeah. and. She, and, and and it was like she told me a whole story about Lyft, and it, it was it was really funny to to see this kind of they were really kids at the at the, at the time like nineteen years old and, and 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 she had like this interesting remark about oh you you did a book about the near future about you did a book about the sort of weird stuff you were talking to us about <laughs> like back back then and it. It feels way more structured now, but it's not as structured as the, the the boring kind of design thinking crap that some of our clients wants us to do. And to me, one way one way for me to use the book is to 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 show students how to find some kind of balance between like 
like the things that they want to do and the things that some other people want them to do. I don't know if it's like a, the, the, there's no like perfect solution and process in the book, but it gives some kind of, yeah, some kind of examples of, of, yeah. of uh, a path that, or trajectory that could, they could, I mean, doesn't mean that they have to mimic it or replicate it, but they can be their own. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully they don't like, you know, just completely mimic it. I think the, one of the powerful aspects of this mode is, 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 is really just to kind of remind ourselves that, um, you know, other ways of seeing into the world, mm. um, not just the kind of like super structured process, proprietary process ways. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, like there's something about design fiction when it works really well, when it's done really well, where it's like, it's partial enough. It's incomplete enough that you want to wonder more about the world. You know, it's like finding mm -hmm. little bits of evidence mm -hmm. of a world like the, the, I mean, the, the Geneva city map is like, I think one of the, one of the better examples in that it's like, wait, what is this thing? Where did it mm -hmm. come from? And you, you have to, you have to do that thing that I think is, is, is genuinely fun. It's like, uh, un, hacking the clues and trying to piece things mm -hmm. together mm -hmm. like um yeah, totally. like a like a little forensic detective mm. i was just talking to someone earlier and I, I was i was talking to them about how i sort of imagine the difference between like world building and design fiction because they're like somehow related or sometimes they're conflated without mm. really thinking them through and i look at world building as more like very biblical, top-down God yeah, exactly. kind of creating the world. Whereas, and so I design fiction is blue color. It's blue color world yeah, building. Yeah, it, it reminds me of, of um, the difference between like, like the image in my head is world building is like imagine any kind of depiction or sculpture of Zeus, right, the Greek god, mm, and mm. then design fiction is more like, do you know this guy Columbo from that like seventies? Yeah show rumpled guy yeah of course cigar. Yeah. And he's kind of like eh, yes that's right peter Ford. he's like oh, i don't know like what's what's this doing here and he's mm. asking those questions like interrogating yeah. with a certain yeah. kind of like sometimes feigned humility it's, it's almost like he knows what's going mm. on he's just trying to get you to yeah. say it but he sort of unlocks based on these mm. little things he found just and the back to your the art of noticing and observation that, yeah, that's like his superpower. It's like he sees something. It's like, well, wait, why were you over at the at the burger stand? What was going on there? And he's just like slowly revealing the world piece by piece, as opposed yeah, to yeah, telling yeah, you what yeah. the world is. Yeah, um, yeah. That Zeus kind of God uh, on, mm -hmm. on you know Genesis. I will tell you what the world looks like. And mm -hmm. I think the I think the difference is important. And it's not it's not just the that you know I'm, I'm sort of more drawn to a Columbo kind of character than a Zeus character yeah, yeah. but I think the yeah. Columbo character is something about that the modesty and the humility versus Zeus having uh like hubris mm, mm. and that I think yeah that's that's, uh, that's how we ended up in this kind of uh, crappy situation with the planet <laughs> exactly so th that's it and so it, it's almost like as if to say like let's try imagining the world differently. Mm, mm. Let's try with a certain sense of like modest humility. 
let's not try to to determine or say or predict or do or or you know live in the the dream of the you know the the challenged fragile egos like you know the musks mm. of the world and all that who think yeah. they've got it all figured out yeah and, and 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 probably more precisely like the where it connects where design fiction connects to world building is that world building is it's all about like mapping everything every parameters and building some kind of coherent world perspective whereas design fiction is just doing world building piece by piece like like package package of serial after package of serial and 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 to me it's um, it's not just about I mean, it's not like the huge scientific process where you have to find coherence and like what people do in future studies and foresight. To me, this kind of bottom-up approach with like, okay, we work on the city map, we work on uh, uh, a serial box, we work on something else. It's also something, it's, it's humble, there's humidity to it, but there's also something that could be built uh, i mean if you do that for 15 years and you are more or less i don't know but if you accumulate this kind of design fiction project you build some kind of like you do world building in a way that is bottom up that that is um you understand the coherence between things by doing it uh, piece piece by piece and it's um to me, I mean, it, it reminds me of this um, this book by uh, you know the American philosopher John Dewey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Art as experience, and uh, I mean, he has a whole like theory about uh, about education and about teaching and about politics as something that people, any 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 people, like layman kids. Like any any kind of inquiry with the world that people engage in, and that for him, that's for him, that's democracy. That's trying to understand like politics, not having like huge principles, but by trying, by experimenting, by learning, by observing. And uh, and I do think that I mean this kind of school, philosopher school, is like called pragmatics. And to me, that there's something pragmatic about mm. design fiction that is not mm. necessarily trying to, like, if I had to, I mean, probably I'm a bit academic here, sorry, but the, I mean, future studies, it's all about like the, the sort of grand, ambitious kind of global perspective people build, could be a Marxist perspective, could be some kind of uh, liberal perspective. Well, my impression of design fiction is not that it's apolitical, but there's some kind of statement that imagination, observation, education is not something you learn. It's something you do. And by doing it, by building some, this kind of mindset, you you engage in, in the work in a much more democratic fashion if you do that uh, all together. And the coherence builds itself over time by doing those activities one step uh, after the, the other. And... Yeah, it might be good to read uh, uh, John Dewey's book uh, one more time, probably. I mean, does that make sense, or is it, is it just me like doing doing the sort of academic uh, in Geneva? Uh, it's it's why we love you, Nicholas. <laughs> you bring these like wonderful perspectives to it. I think the um, 
the what you're what you're describing, I think you know, starts with that that notion of um, of you know of hum of a kind of humility that welcomes mm -hmm. welcomes people into the conversation that isn't from the the kind of fragile ego that that you know the kind of narcissistic ego that thinks it can do it all on its own and and also knows what's right or best and so mm -hmm. when you have a kind of, when you have that humility uh then then the you're you're looking for you are asking the questions you know not just like or what do you think or asking the question by proposing something that that compels someone to say like wait what is this to start asking and engaging in a conversation, engaging in dialogue about what's going on. And I'm not saying that, I think it's a very subtle distinction. So it's different from the, the kind of, you know, um, inclusive design where, where, where yeah. sometimes it kind of goes off the rails where it's like, well, what would you want in this product? And then all of a sudden you have things that just, I mean, where it just doesn't make any sense. Mm. Like, uh, uh, a, a couple, this episode a from the from the Simpsons where Homer Simpson asked his brother or bro, Homer's brother asked him to design like the the car of the future and it's a mess exactly because yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, so so I think so I think it's it's something that I guess maybe that says it, it's something that you just you can't just do, but that it yeah. also takes a sort of um, you know practice. It takes practice, yeah, it's practice to kind of evolve and develop it. But the um, Reminds me of there was there was something in I can't remember what essay it was in but in one of Donna Haraway's essays where she maybe it was situated knowledges situated knowledge where yeah. she talks about the the um, the value of the partial perspective. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I think it's, it, it all comes from yeah. that at some point. You know, it just kind of goes back to that recognizing that there are different ways of like looking at the world, and yeah. we are I think to a large degree we're kind of trained or I don't know, maybe it's just like Certainly. a science education thing to look at the whole, not look from the bottom to, bottom up, but look from the top down. Systems or something. Wouldn't it be like technique of the observer by query or? Uh, maybe, but I'm, I'm pretty sure like there's, there's something. No, that, I have something as a similar kind of perspective somewhere. Yeah, the privilege of partial perspective or something like that. Or something. Beware! I'm gonna do like a second PhD. You are no, you, you, you. Yours will be the third one. I'm tempted by no, no, not doing a P, another PhD, but work, working on a book about observation in a much more like some kind of history of uh, epistemology of natural science versus. Or as a complement to social science. Yeah, here it is. Uh, situated knowledge is the science question in feminism and the privilege yes, of partial yes. perspective. It's in that. Yeah, it's here as well. Page one eighty-three. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, none of your none of your thinking, uh, not just about design fiction, is shaped by the fact that you worked with her. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I owe her. Uh, I think I. Um, I owe her a lot. And thanks for being patient yeah, I, with me. <laughs> I, I wrote. A, I, I, had, I had to write. Um, there's a 
a group of researchers who asked me for um, different entries for a design encyclopedia in French. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to write about ethnography, design fiction, future, and I don't remember what. And I, I think if I remember correctly in the entry about design fiction, I I listed like as a sort of origin, the discussion you have with Bruce, but I, I mentioned your dissertation that you did with uh, I don't know how well, because it's yeah, I think it's fair to 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 show that kind of connection. Of course Bruce played a role, but I, I do think that iOS perspective about what we're talking about here is is it's part of the thing. It's part of the um, the sort of design fiction meme. Yeah, def- definitely. I think it, it, I could probably like trace some tendrils back to um, like my dissertation and stuff. Abs- definitely not. not even yeah, I mean it's it's in your, it's 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 uh, here. The dissertation somehow crystallizes this this kind of uh, this kind of discussion that you had with her. Yeah, for sure. Um, how did so you you did something the other the other night oh yeah i i had like i spent like like the last week i had like like a series of i'm exhausted <laughs> a series <laughs> of talks and like uh i did something in paris about at the center for space and i don't remember how it's called for astronauts but they asked me to react to a series of drawings by the person who designed the Mir space station. So I wrote a text last year about that. And I, I accepted to give a talk there. Also, it's an opportunity to share what we're doing with the book. The day after, I did a talk at the UNESCO about, about the best theory of the Anthropocene and talk about that technology and how to deal with imagination technology, where I mentioned the book and then the on the same day, I, I, I did this talk about observation and imagination at the design school in Paris, the one where I taught with Grigiani. Mm-hmm. I did another talk on Saturday evening with a comedian about the book of observation. So we had to build some kind of performance, which was nice, but uh, exhausting. And yesterday, another talk in a research center in, in France, in Grenoble. Uh, they, it's a research center working on quantum computing and they want to use design fiction as a method to imagine the I mean the consequences the implications and the design of quantum computing they they, they are they might be a, a bit too positivist or they use the term method as, mm. as if they just read a book about design thinking but I mean at this point at this stage it's always I, I do the diplomat. I don't want like be the party pooper. I, I tell right. him, yeah, yeah, why not? So I'm going to show you this and that, and, and I give a talk about like showed a lot of examples, and and after me there was a guy talking about quantum computing, and after the two talks, everyone came chatting with me because they did not understand anything from the second presentation about quantum computing. <laughs> and and that's where I, I mean in all those talks I had conversation with especially young people fascinated mm. by, by that. And they see that, okay, it's not too tricky. I'm going to do it and and probably the book can help. And I can probably repurpose some of the things you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So I spent like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's like every week there's like occasions like that to to spread the word, to spread yeah. the gospel. <laughs> spread the gospel. I don't know if it translates into 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 says, but 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 still, I mean, people do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh... I mean, certainly that matters. I mean, it, well, it, it, actually, like... it actually does. It actually does because I see some people buying the book. Like yeah. there was a guy from that I saw last week who just bought the book. Yeah. So it, it's it's also helps certainly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's as much. I mean, I know I'm the guy. I feel like I have to overdrive sales because um, I think generally speaking, we're terrible businessmen. But the uh, <laughs> the 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 point is is the gospel right the point is yeah yeah, yeah. The, the principles being uh, relentless relentless like yeah because, and, I mean, and there's something yeah. that um that just it it's especially when you when you when you get into the examples and so forth people see it they're like yeah you know i i'm not just saying this because it's like like the you know we just did the book but it's it's really fun I mean, yeah, the prospect yeah. of, and and the, the kind of creative challenge of like trying to represent an idea, not not purely in prose, mm. but as an artifact. Mm. You know, like you you pick your archetype and 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 then now tell the story about this thing as if it were a uh, a, um, a a a one sheet tourist guide yeah. from a place. As if it were a solicitation for a job. Yeah, that, that's, I don't know. It just just seems like fun to me. It seems like yeah. less daunting. It's it feels like the kind of thing that you would do, and totally immerse yourself into when you were yeah. eight years old, and now and then at some point you were told no ideas are represented with prose with writing, and then you realize that you are actually a uh, you, you hated writing. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly about that. I'm less and less inclined to, like, um, like talking to businessy people and trying to play their game. Like, okay, you need a process. I'm going to show mm -hmm. you a process. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the recent talks that I, that I did, I mean, I, I, I saw the, the AIGA talk you, you did, but uh, the, the kind of talk that I do about design fiction, I... What, what excites excites me is to just to show examples and, and yeah. show you okay there's this project that's how I did it especially the more people ask me to to show them the process and the method and uh, design thinking the more I say, okay now I'm gonna show you like examples and and like I go through like a lot of examples like okay I'm gonna show you like your rituals what I did etc. Maybe design uh, curious rituals is not the canonical kind of design fiction, but it's I find that quite exciting because it's more design focused and case by case. I try to show them that yeah, it's not exactly a a method. It's just like like you have a problem. Okay, quantum computing, pick an artifact, uh, cereal box, or I don't know. Uh, it's a menu an, an, an instru instruction manual for the personal quantum, quantum computing yeah. box and just yeah. do it and and just do it and 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 then if you need some if you need to 
have information about what to put in your manual, go read something about quantum computing, or go uh, check at a, a computer manual from the 50s and steal like, the, the language and adjust yeah. it. Yeah, and, that's right. And, and, and that's, um, yeah, and, and, and there's, yeah, you see people smiling, you see some people frowning, and the one which are into like super scientific process crap, they, I mean, they might find it too, too funny, but it, I don't care. I mean, that's not, I don't yeah. want to do, I don't want to yeah. have like people asking me, okay, but what's the, I mean, when you use the morphological methods of future studies and that kind of hypothesis, how yeah. did you build the sort of uh, coherence between that variable and that axis? Yeah, I don't know. I think there's something important here, which is that when when you when you say how when you when you are being more direct i've i've experienced this uh recently when you're more direct it's like i know that's what you're asking for but look i'm going to tell you something different because yeah. this is what i feel and this is what i believe and i think yeah. that people are looking genuinely looking for uh a a just a better way of seeing yeah. and feeling yeah. into in, into the future and and i think and I've heard over and over and over again in in um you know in those kind of conversations where people wouldn't ordinarily admit they're like, you know, I'm just over these design methods. It's like I'm done with yeah. it. Yeah. Like it, they they've they've had their day and it's really not helping. Yeah. And when you if people people are feeling that, I think, far and wide. It's not yeah. something that is oftentimes like, you know, it's not always like kind of articulated forthrightly but it but it's there and so when you say like i know that i know you're asking for that uh, but i'm going to show you this yeah or you tell you know when they say like well can we, you know even so just even in in a context where people are like yeah so um i don't know can you come in and do a workshop and i mean i tell them it's like i don't do that yeah. if you want to actually get into this work we can talk about that if you want mm -hmm. me to pop mm -hmm. in for a one-day workshop sounds exhausting sounds like a waste mm. of everyone's time it just, it just i'm not just not feeling it but let's mm. really do the work like let's get mm. busy mm. and then they're kind of like okay and i feel like yeah. that the, the, there's a knee-jerk react knee-jerk kind of well just you know without really thinking too hard about it here's how we just need let's just do a design thinking thing and they expect people to be like okay cool know it it's it's like saying like um Let's have fries with our burger. Like people don't think mm -hmm. of any, any other way in which the thing comes. Yeah, we got yeah. a creative problem. Let's have a side of fries with it. Isn't that what you do? Mm. As opposed to saying like, let's try something new. And then people yeah. are like, whoa, new. That sounds refreshing. Let's. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about? What do you got? And then things kind of blossom from that. Mm. That's been my experience anyway. Mm. But I mean, me too. My impression is just that doing this, it certainly filters out some people yeah but i don't think i, I want to work with them <laughs> yeah yeah it's this it's not interested <laughs> the tricky the tricky thing when i when i have like like conferences like the one i did yesterday is when you have people wanting wanting to apply that and with a sort of design thinking mindset and they want to know what step one or step two or and that's i mean 
after the talks, they had to do like some kind of like creativity workshop where they had to create some kind of uh, newspaper uh, cover, the first page of a newspaper about quantum computing in the future. And they were, yeah, it's, and I, I, to me, it's a, a bit some kind of a caricature of what design fiction is. And I, I tried to tell them what I would really do. And I tell them, yeah, you're working about food and quantum computing. So pick a pizza menu or pick, an, go, to the, go to the cafeteria, pick an object on which there's text, anything, yeah. bring it back and rewrite it with how things might change with quantum computing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where do I start? Yeah. I just told you where to start. You go to the cafeteria, you, and and well, I think in order to train them, it's not like the kind of workshop that we used to do, or workshop with like uh, corporate people at Lyft, but it's more like there's one person or two person, uh, and it's about coaching them about okay, I'm going to show you the logic. I take this cereal box. You see, there's text here. What? I mean, the text, this part can stay, this part has to change because we might put an ingredient about the future. Here, we might adjust the logo. And here, we have no ideas about what, how to change the text. Okay, let's go look at the patent about quantum computing and use some kind of ingredients to bring it back. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's probably some kind of service or some kind of things we could, like coaching people doing that. Mm. Uh, to me, it's like the kind of coaching that I do with students. It's almost like one by one or one myself and two or three students max. And that's how I can, I mean, I, I, I can probably show them like how to build something, the vocabulary, the design, even though I'm not like a properly trained designer, I can show you that certainly. And that would be interesting to sell as a, as a service. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the term service, but we had to put to use certain kind of vocabulary at some point. But yeah, no battery left. It's going to stop. Good talking to you, my friend. Thank you too. You too. Um, yeah. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good day. Good afternoon. Bye. Ciao, Julian. There he goes. That was Nicholas Nova, a friend and colleague for many, many years. Co-author with me, along with Fabian and Nick, on The Manual of Design Fiction. You can still get at themanualofdesignfiction.com. Appreciate your support. Find us over on patreon.com slash nearfuturelaboratory. And what's the other thing? Oh yeah, please write a review for this podcast rate it and join us over on the discord all right that was episode 55 i'm julian and i'm out